0: time good morning wake up with jay golden and dj heartbreaker in three two one yes sir shagai dj heartbreaker HB hbradio HB Radio lv.com we have a very special guest in the building good friend my guy landlord i was talking to you off the air about nostalgic moments for vegas culture but more importantly, the moment that I met you 16 years ago, and that was at Street Buzz Radio. Street
1: Buzz, shout out to DJ Nepo. Yeah, Street
0: Nepo. Buzz. That was the first time I had seen like a digital radio setup Fact. in the city, Fact. and I was intrigued. And that's kind of what birthed the idea uh, to HB Radio. But that was the first time me meeting you, and and me being in tune to what you were doing in your music. For sure. And I was probably a, a late bloomer. Yeah, but I instantly was drawn into the music. You're very passionate with the things that you say, and you're very careful with the things that you say, right? Facts. But you're telling a a very special story, and it's your story. For sure. Being born and raised in Vegas as an artist, what what are what are the pros and cons that you've seen over the years
1: doing that? I think Vegas We always had it hard. It was just always bad, like musically. If you're just trying to do something musically, like uh Vegas had all of the obstacles and hurdles that you can think of just because not only is we a small city that wasn't known for music, but um we got something in the city that's that's the number one priority, you know, and that's the strip. So yeah. Like um when you try to do music and paint the picture of your life or your lifestyle off of the strip. It's kind of hard to get those people involved. So it's only so big you can get, you know. Well, back then, it was only so big you can get just because you didn't have the support from the city, you know, the higher ups. Right. You know, fast forward to now, it's like, to me, I feel like we're getting, it's to the point where we're a music city almost. You know, we got over, I'm saying over, that I can think of, 15 platforms that you can uh, promote and, and do music on. We got a... Uh, Over probably 50 artists now, you know, when I first started, it actually was just it wasn't that many artists. So back then it was kind of like a struggle, you know you want you couldn't even really get inspired by music back mm. then unless you just had it within you because you didn't have the surrounding things that other people actually have you know in other cities where you got these labels down the street you got one of these big artists that just you know dropped that's on the radio Vegas we ain't had that. you had to kind of find motivation and inspiration within yourself
0: right you know I, mean? I i want i i saw this uh interview the off the porch interview yeah. of yours and um i remember you saying that you didn't even see the strip yeah. Sure. Uh, until late, maybe your late. teenage, yeah, later yeah. teenage years. Super, super late, super late. Is six, that six, is, six. is is that is that a, a, a normal is that common?
1: Um, I think just well, I came up in a, the environment I came up in, we didn't have many cars. I mean, I lived in a house with about 20 people and it was like one car, you know. So and my family didn't work like that. And then the ones that did work they didn't work on the strip you know yeah. what i mean they worked within uh two or three miles within uh comp the the place where i was kind of born and raised There, but um yeah
0: and the reason i bring that up is you know our listenership and and people maybe who aren't uh tapped in mm-hmm. into understanding you know it, it's important to bring context to the music you know not everybody is in in tune and That's i want to cool. make sure that they are Your your story is special fake love three is one of my favorite projects. And Appreciate I know it's, it. you know, more of your recent projects, but it's it's my favorite project. Appreciate it. And and shout out to Tone, you know.
1: To uh, Tone, my uh yeah. engineer, manager, <laughs> friend.
0: Brother. Yeah, absolutely. Very talented. Very talented. And when you're speaking of Vegas, you know You gotta mention. Absolutely. Sure. What is what is the future of Grindhard, you being independent and, and still working with Starlito? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, uh from the get go, uh Lito always was about, you know, everything I wanted to do. He was supporting everything that I was doing, never tried to like take over my my career or you know have any creative control it was always about just trying to uh broaden my platform and that's all he ever did so i felt like it was like um uh, like mandatory that i kind of partnered up with him you know we started out as just boys you know and then we started doing business and like i said i want to kind of like uh retire with ground heart that's what that real talk
0: i love that being somebody who had birthed you know uh HB radio. And I fully understand that. Like yeah. when it's yours and it's your baby, it's 100 percent. You want it and you want to you want to make sure that it it stays put and that
1: you can, you know, maybe
0: give it to your children.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. And I think that, that the hard situation kind of helped me a lot, too, because, you know, like I said, we're in Vegas. We kind of like stuck. Not even I don't even want to say the West Coast because some of like we wasn't even uh getting those viewers or listeners from California like that like Vegas we was just like a island stuck by ourselves. So when I uh initiated that uh the whole Ground Heart situation, it um it just opened up my platform so much bigger. It just gave me a a lot of new listeners and mm. you know it just helped me be more motivated to do music because you know of course my city rocked with me, but they was rocking with me before I did music. So once I start touching these other cities and seeing how my music impacted them it kind of like rebirthed in my career. So like I said, shout out Ground
0: I love that. I'm still, I'm still, you know, watching and, and from afar, you know, the, the newer generation of Las Vegas artists. What do you think? Because there still hasn't been but X amount of you know, right. people from the city who have, you know, top tiered, but what do you think needs to change? What do you what advice would you give to eighteen year old you if you could in changing the trajectory of, of your career
1: or I, others? I kind of feel like my biggest advice is to uh to any artist in Vegas just to, to just to believe in yourself and keep working. I don't think the main um, issue come from the artists and what they doing. I think it's just the city. It's the city we from. It's, it's the out the uh, outlets that we have. We don't have a lot of lot of situations that can help us tremendously, like in a big situation. So right. I feel like our problem is being heard. Like the artists keep being artists. I feel like it's a lot of good artists out here. I guarantee you, if we put on a different platform, you know, a platform that these other artists get would we'll make that same impact. I definitely feel like you should. Be yourself. Don't get out of your lane. Stay in your lane. And uh, and don't follow trends. You know, Vegas for a long time was somebody who followed trends a lot. You know, I, even now I look at some artists and they just follow trends. My thing is like, just, just stick to you. Stick to you and make sure you be vulnerable a little bit. Make sure you open up about your real life. You know, I feel like uh we impact people's lives and we and we change we change people's lives more when we're being honest in our music. You know, absolutely, it's it's only so far that these records, these club records go. You know what I mean? So it's just like be honest. You know, you maybe you could change change the life of somebody or a group of people.
0: How much do you love that meeting fans and hearing that maybe a song had saved their life or
1: changed their day? It gives me chills every time. It yeah. gives me chills every time. I, I'm a father. I got one son and uh, even with him, you know, I try to do everything that I could to impact his life in a positive way. So when I see I'm doing that or he let me know I'm doing that, it just it like I said, it make me feel good. So when I'm going around city to city and I'm impacting other people's life in a positive way, it just gives me chills for sure.
0: I want to talk about your process and how you make music. Other people you work with fit with that process or affect your process?
1: I mean, I always made music off of just reciting in my head. I never like penned or penciled a, really? a, a rap ever in my life. Yeah, never. I kind of just recited in my head. I can remember like a whole two songs in my head and then go to the studio and just lay them down. I'm actually okay as far as working with other artists. I'm okay with being in the presence with them or just emailing it. You know, I, I'm kind of like. I'm versatile when it comes to just being lost in the music. So when I hear a song like no matter who it is, whether I've been knowing you for ten years or we just met, when we when we get on that a song together, you're gonna you gonna hear the chemistry regardless of how long we've been knowing each other.
0: That's dope. Now uh, you've made you've made songs with uh some of Vegas' elite for sure over the years. Who was someone that you really were tapped into, like just not them as a person, but you know, uh, their story and their struggle with their music.
1: For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, I rock with, you know, my team and the people that do music around me. But outside of that, I, uh, Dizzy was one of the the people I seen. You know, I seen his story and I kind of like, I knew his background and followed him as a person, but in musically. As of later, I have to say Euros, man. Me and Euros, is kind of like, we in the process of probably like coming up with a tape in 2023. Fire. You know what I mean? Come up with a tape, but. That's just somebody like musically uh and outside of music who I kind of like, like I love
0: like, that i outside music
1: euros is um
0: euros is a beast for sure uh, watched him that whole era of our you know local performance yeah, nights for sure. and, and again talking about nostalgic Vegas moments and icons and brings chills to me because I, I remember having to sneak into the nightclubs to uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. watch you perform or sure. uh, so even like Hookah Palace moments. But uh, okay, right, we, yeah. won't, we won't go there. Yeah. Uh, I saw you made a post on Instagram um, and you were apologizing to your fans um, and the people supporting you. And uh, I just wanted to touch on that and, and, and see if
1: uh, you could explain more in detail. I feel like 2022, I just... I just got I got lost in, in uh the darkness of my life, you know, the just the, the downside and, and it affected me creatively where at times like nothing to come out. I'd go to the studio and nothing to come out. And and after that, I just kind of found myself like sitting around doing nothing as far as music. You know, I'm doing stuff, you know, like I said I'm a father full-time uh just just getting lost in that, getting lost in the uh the the losses that I took. I mean, I have probably been at twenty funerals in a year and a half. It's just mm. like you know, all that stuff just took a toll on me to the point where I wasn't motivated to do music. I almost got to a point where I didn't care to do music. So you know, when the new year came, I just you know, I got I reflected on so many things, and it just it just I just got re inspired and and realized you know to not take my career and and the people who depend on my music for granted, you know, so I I had to, uh, I had to wake myself up.
0: In your music, there's, you know, and you said about how many, you know, funerals you've attended in a short period of time and grief in hip hop is a, is a, is a big thing, you know, and people tap into that on a constant. Is that, is that more for you letting that out or is that for the fans or is it a, a uh, you know, uh, a good
1: balance for both. Man, exactly balance for both. I start when I first did it. It, uh, it was a it was a therapy session for me. You know, it helped me. You know, so that's the reason I I originally start opening up in my music because it helps me. Therapy. Then yeah. I then I realized how much it helped other people too. Yeah. And uh, from there, I, like I don't, I don't see it no other way. Like I'm I'm giving giving my supporters all of me. You know, from now on, just because like I said, my life can't help another life. So I'm just always talking about my flaws, my imperfections and all that.
0: Have you ever uh, thought about doing uh, public speaking or you know going to share your story? Man, just I heard on a,
1: everybody say it. Everybody tell me I should. You know, I never really like uh, sat down with myself and thought about doing it yet. You know, because my journey is still you know still going. It's a new
0: year. We're yeah, gonna, for sure. We, we're gonna do something for sure. I, I want to. I want. I want people to not only hear your story but meet you. Just you as a human being. I'm you gonna, know, you and me have known each other for close to two decades now. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. Um, You've always been the same individual. Um, It's always been 100. And, uh, you know, that that means a lot to a lot of people. Um, So maybe not even the music, just you as a human being. And and that's kind of where I'm going here. Um, In any way, shape or form, did you ever feel like music wasn't your lane or music wasn't your,
1: you know, your path? Uh No, I actually feel like music is my path 100 percent. In high school, coming out of high school, uh, my name and my life was tied around so much negative stuff. I actually felt like music saved my life. It was the only thing that took me, like even physically took me from, you know, out, out of the environments I was in. But mentally, too, you know, I was stuck. It was all I knew. You know what I mean? So I feel like music was is is the reason that I'm still, you know, standing tall. And I ain't uh, in any bad situations right now.
0: If you could pick one artist that you listened to from your past that you feel was maybe more so the reason that you fell in love with being able to tell your story musically,
1: who would it be and why? I mean, uh, Lil Wayne was just my all-time favorite. Like, you feel me? And that was somebody that I listened to all the time. I, I actually fell in love with The metaphors, but then you know, being a fan of his, you you know, he got way deeper songs, and he do the same thing. You know, he open, he used to open up about certain stuff that he was going through. So I have to say, Wayne, Wayne was a big inspiration all the way, all around. That's
0: dope. Yeah. Oh four, oh five, oh six. Wayne is
1: undefeated, undefeated,
0: undefeated. And moments in your career thus far, what do you, what do you, what were the, what were the top two? stand back moments where you were like this is happening and like or or maybe it was a person that you met or a stage that you touched or a city that you had never mm-hmm. been to uh, what were
1: those moments i mean i, f- I the first one had to been a. Uh Meet just meeting Floyd, you know. And when I met Floyd, he uh he kind of already knew my music, which I my I was a fan. My dad was a fan of him. My dad used to always talk about him just as a boxer. So when I actually seen him and to hear him rapping my songs before he even knew me and I even like we before we even introduced ourselves, I thought that was something that uh was a kickstart to me taking music serious. You know, what I mean that was a while ago, but that was a moment. And then just getting on the road with Lido and just uh meeting all these people that. Now never met me but just you know heard my music and just you know hearing them say all of those you know good things about how my music changed their life so I mean Floyd and just meeting people outside of Vegas that uh was inspired by me
0: the floyd situation uh definitely more positive lessons learned out of that
1: 100 uh, percent
0: what what was probably the the biggest lesson that you took from that situation
1: you know that situation kind of uh was probably one of those situations where I started down myself, you know. When I started down myself. I was like, you know, my city was always rocking with me, but I had somebody next to me that can literally press a button on my career if he wanted to, and it wouldn't have cost him nothing. So with him not doing that, it just like I said, I got, I got, I got deep into my feelings, and I started feeling like, am I, you know, am I ready for this? Is am I? talented enough you know like i said we got somebody right here who's starting the label wants to push an artist back because he's saying it in every interview his record label this record label that and even all the people around him was like big fans of mine and his closest people like used to tell me how talented i was i just didn't understand why he didn't press the button and even him saying how talented i am i just didn't understand why so I, that was just i was in one of those situations where i used to uh doubt myself a lot and just think hard. I even talk to all my partners and shit. Like, what y'all think it is? What do you think it is? What like why not? You know what I mean? Why ain't he uh pressing a button? He's saying he won't to. He's telling everybody that I'm his artist and we're gonna do big things for four years straight, but we never mm-hmm. did nothing. So it was just it was one of those things where I had to um, break myself from it. It was one of those things I didn't want to. I'm from Vegas, you know, so having Floyd behind you felt like you made it. For like sure. I felt like I made it. So yeah. I, I never, every 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 time I felt like I wanted to like part ways, it's like, bro, this situation is so big for you. And then I just had to jump out there like, bro, I'm going to do this on my own again. Mm. I was doing it before him. I'm going to do it on my own. you and Floyd had a conversation uh, Man, as of recently? I'm going to be honest, and I ever never talked about this, but- I was at the crib one day, and I, I, me, I had a, I had a moment, and I told myself I'm about to call him, and I'm going to be totally transparent about everything that I feel, and I need him to either make a decision today or I'm gonna go my way. I remember that day specifically mm. making that phone call. So I, he didn't answer. I sent the text. and He had his assistant call me back. You know, so I started venting to her a little bit, and he was right there. Then, you know, five minutes into the conversation, he jumped all Oh, man, Lord, you know it's love. Boom, boom. Still, after talking for an hour, the conversation still didn't go nowhere. Mm. It's musically, it still didn't. You know, we we friends. You know, so I never doubted that. He got, I got love for him. He got love for me. He ain't did nothing but you know, uh, helped when he could. But um.
0: So still to this day, you don't feel like you have like a, a, a like a solid answer as to why maybe no.
1: he didn't want to. No, and I still and we still talk and we still when we run into each other, it's like super love. I I still don't have a solid answer, not from him mm-hmm. and nobody around him.
0: Uh, and maybe that's for the best. You yeah, know, maybe the answer is uh, something that isn't 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 going to make sense to you or. Make sense about the situation. Better left undone because now, uh, yeah, fake love, uh, the trilogy,
1: yeah. It kind of, it kind of, it 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 put a fire up under me for sure. Yeah, well, you've had that fire for a long time, bro. Why fake love, man? I was, uh, I was in a situation where realistically, I had a, I had a situation with a, fam- a family member and a friend, and it literally was all back to back like in the same week. So it just, it just spent me into like this, like a, 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 a you know, a, I was in a, I, I had a cloud, a black cloud over me as far as mentally how I felt just being disappointed in these two people that I had a a lot of love for, who I not a, had a lot of love for, who I love dearly. When that happened, I just, you know, I'm still recording, I'm still rapping, but every song is coming out, venting about the pain from it. You know what I mean? So I got, like, five songs on, and it's five songs in, and Tone was like, bro, this is your fourth song kind of, like, venting about, you know, being betrayed and shit, so it's like, after mm-hmm. that, I was like, all right, then we gonna name that, because at first I had a song called Fake Love, and then, like, every song start reflecting that, and then I was, you know, Fake Love, and then with it making such a big impact, I was like, all right, let's do two, let's do three. Yeah, the.
0: Three, I, I you've always outdid each one though yeah. for sure. Like uh, three is definitely to me. That's just my opinion, yeah. but
1: uh, and the merch went crazy. Yeah, yeah, and that's like I said. That's why I had to doing fake love one with the music making an impact, and I did merch for it, and that was just going crazy. And even after I was working on another album, everybody was like oh, I want the fake love merch. So it's like I right, am doing two just to keep keep it, the the the, the, the uh, trilogy alive and to keep the you know the merchandise keep it relevant. Nah, it's it's
0: it's there, man. I, I I blew you up so many times trying to get t shirts. Yeah, yeah, sure. It was always sold out though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You cool like that, man. Uh <laughs> listen, landlord is here, HB Radio. We're gonna turn the page a little bit before you leave, have a little fun. Uh being on the road, top three favorite cities.
1: Uh Nashville, Denver, and I wanna say the whole state of Texas because uh Houston, Dallas. San Antonio, all all them places show love. So uh Nashville, Denver, and uh all of Texas. And I said and I and my reason is because when I got there it was like I felt at home. Like I didn't these cities ain't cities that I loved before I went. It was just like getting there and realizing like, damn, it's a lot of people here that rock with me.
0: Yeah. A lot of people from Vegas uh are moving
1: to Texas right now. Yeah, That's everybody. Everybody
0: I a lot of family members
1: moving from Vegas to Texas.
0: I don't know. I don't know if uh, if if that would work for me.
1: I don't know if uh, Texas is a place that I would want to be. Right, right. None of them places deep south is like, you know, some of that stuff <laughs> is slow. So you come from Vegas, it's right. hard to move somewhere because it's so fast. You go anywhere in America, it seems slow. Even the places they say it's fast, like Vegas, like, you know, Miami and New York is like, when you get there, it is. It's faster than other cities, but it just ain't Vegas, you know. Vegas got... Or twenty four hour.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we're used to being able to, you know, buy liquor whenever or never, eat whenever or never. go outside and everyone is outside. Um, everything. and speaking of food in those cities, each city that you named, what is the one favorite stop
1: restaurant or okay spot? Uh, Nashville Slim and Huskies is a pizza spot in Nashville. Call Slimmer Huskies the the craziest, craziest pizza ever. Yeah, that that'd probably be my number one spot. Houston, I actually ate a bre- at a breakfast breakfast club in Houston. I ate there. Last time I was in Houston, I'm definitely gonna go back there every time I go. But I know uh, Nashville Slimmer Huskies is a go to every time I go there.
0: I appreciate you sliding through your family here before you leave. What's one thing that you wish people understood about you that they don't?
1: I'm a human you know, I'm human. I uh, I got a lot of uh flaws that I'm working on. I got a lot of things that um that ain't perfect about me, you know. And that's kind of like highlight I I would like to move, you know, if everybody just kind of knew like I'm I'm not perfect. So when you see things don't go exactly according or you see me doing something inhumane, just try to understand I'm human and I'm still working on myself, you know.
0: I love that, man. Blessings to you and everything that you got going on with the music.
1: You'll be back here soon, man, with man. some new joints, yeah. For sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know the album gonna drop next month or, or in March, so I gotta come back.
0: Yeah, so I gotta come back. We'll have you another know,
1: conversation. Yeah, for sure. You know, and we go back, man. You know, it's it's a, it's so deep because you watched it all. You know, you watched it all. So
0: absolutely, yeah. man. Back. HB Radio. HB Radio. LV.